Are you tired of feeling like you're stuck in a rut, personally or professionally? You're open to experiencing fast growth and developing yourself into the person you know you can be. Then you're in the right place. Welcome to the Fast Growth Podcast, where we discuss all things self-improvement, personal and professional development. Our goal is to help you unlock your full potential and accelerate your growth in all areas of your life. And now, here's your host, Bio. Hello and welcome. Thank you for joining me today on this Fast Growth Podcast. Today's episode is focused on seven ways to improve your personal effectiveness skills, and it's Bio here. So if you're ready, let's dive straight in. If you're someone who strives to achieve your goals in both your personal and professional life, you want all your efforts to be effective. That's, as they say, uh, a no-brainer. However, sometimes there's this struggle between what we're doing and what we hope to have happen as a result. Even though the tasks you're pursuing may seem logical, you may not be going about it the right way. If that's the case, you may need to improve your personal effectiveness skills so that you're a better communicator, more competent with your tasks, and successful with your attempts at getting things done the way that you want. Now, personal effectiveness isn't something most people consider on a regular basis. I mean, why would you? You may not have heard the phrase before, or you may, depending on how invested in self-improvement you are, but personal effectiveness is what happens when you take your actions and goals and perfect them with a mindset and strategy that brings everything or raises everything, I should say, to a higher level, ensuring you hit the target every time. So today I'll share with you and you'll discover seven easy to implement methods that you can use in your work and home life to enhance those all important relationships, improve productivity and build upon success with momentum. So the first way out of the seven ways, okay, is to have a healthy self-perception with a life plan in place. Self-perception is the view that we have of ourselves. You can look back on your behavior and thoughts and form an opinion about the kind of person that you are. Now, ideally, you want to be pleased with who you are and not constantly shaming or criticizing yourself. It's important that you foster a healthy self-perception so that you go into each day feeling competent and capable of achieving your goals. What you don't want to do is wake up in the morning and think, I'm a loser, today is going to be so bad, it's going to be so terrible because I'm incompetent. No. If you're your own worst enemy, you'll hold yourself back from great achievements without anyone else even being involved. Even if you messed up in the past, okay, even if you did mess up in the past, it's important that you show some compassion for yourself and understand that all of us, everyone makes mistakes. You're not a perfect being and neither is anyone else on the face of the earth. We're all, as I used to say, a work in progress. So you want to focus on the strengths that you have and not your weaknesses. To do that, it's helpful you develop a life plan that isn't unrealistic, which only sets you up, if it's unrealistic, for failure and disappointment. 
And another important thing, if you have toxic people in your life who are always bringing you down, it's important that you limit the amount of time you spend around these people absorbing their influence and their negativity. Hope that makes sense. Okay, the second way is to show respect to those trying to communicate with you. One way you can improve your personal effectiveness, I should say another way, is to become a good communicator. This involves both listening and talking, not one or the other. It's important that the person you're communicating with feels respected by you, so you never want to respond in a way that might be hurtful or argumentative. An easy way to start is by learning how to listen without interruption. And this is so difficult for, I should say, the average person to do. It's more difficult than it sounds, and there is a reason behind it. We're normally waiting for the other person to finish so we can start. But you, my friend, want to pay attention to the other person and use non-verbal cues that show your understanding what they're saying. And I did a podcast epi- uh, episode on this. I can't remember when exactly, but if you search the podcast episodes, you should find it. So you might, you will find that helpful. It's on nonverbal cues and how to actually get good at using nonverbal cues to communicate. So how do you use nonverbal cues to show that you're understanding? Well, you can simply nod your head or look the person in the eye. When they finish speaking, you may want to restate what they said in summary format so that they know that you've listened to them. And on top of that, you get to clarify that you're understanding them correctly. Because imagine if you and I were having a discussion, I'm looking you in the eye, I'm listening. And this applies whether it's over the phone as well, by the way, but this particular situation we're talking about in person, but it happens as uh, it applies even if it's over a phone call. I wait for you to finish and then I restate what you said in a summary format. You will believe that I listened to you. And then on top of that, I get to clarify my understanding of what you said. Okay. So when you communicate with the other person, try to be empathetic to their perspective and avoid veering off in other directions when you're trying to make a point. It's important that you're open to other viewpoints, other perspectives, and that you're capable of strongly sharing your own perspective as well. It's once again, this is seven ways to improve your personal effectiveness skills and it's bio here. Let's look at number three. Number three is to work diligently with goals and milestones. Another way you can be more effective personally is to become diligent about pursuing your goals and the individual milestones that'll help you achieve them. And I can tell you this, most people are all over the place when it comes to work. They don't have specific goals, no plan on how to get there, wherever there is for them, and they just go from day to day to day. They may be disorganized or constantly doing something other than work to avoid being productive. Now, if you can eliminate distractions and prioritize your time correctly, you'll be able to achieve anything, and I mean anything you set your mind to. Oh, and did you note that I didn't say if you can uh, eliminate distractions and manage your time correctly? Did you notice that I didn't say manage? I said prioritize. 
If you did, good catch. If you didn't, well, the fact is that we all have the same number of hours in our day. You cannot manage time. What you can realistically do is prioritize how you use the time you have available. Okay. Now, being well organized and coming up with a plan that includes detailed steps of what needs to be done along with timelines or deadlines, it can help you finish whether they're personal projects or their work projects um, and the goals that you've set for yourself and help you achieve them. And it's simple. People overcomplicate it and that's where the problem is. You have something you want to do. When do you need to finish it by and what are the steps you're going to take to get there? Whether you're looking at your personal life or at your professional one or your business, you want to make very specific goals that are measurable and achievable and relevant to what you consider a priority in your life and achieve them in a timely manner. And these are known as well as SMART goals. Let's look at way number four, okay? Way number four is to fuel and use your energy stores wisely, your energy. If you're operating on a low level of energy, not only will you slack off on the tasks that you need to accomplish each day, but others will recognize this trait about you and it can, without a doubt, negatively affect you in so many ways. Ways you can think of and ways you cannot think of or can't imagine, depending on who's doing the looking. So you want to intentionally fuel your body and mind so that they both have enough energy to support you in what you want to achieve each day. Now, this includes focusing on getting enough sleep, eating a rich diet, uh, rich in nutrients that your body needs, and even exercising to get the blood and oxygen pumping through your body. Instead of relying on sugary food and caffeine for a boost of energy, you can Im implement smart life habits such as better sleep, power naps, nutrition, exercise that will keep your energy stores filled to the brim. Now, I hope you're enjoying this uh, podcast episode from Fast Growth Podcasts. It's on seven ways to improve your personal effectiveness skills. And it's bio here. Let's keep moving. Let's look at way number five. And this is about managing your stress to project positive leadership qualities. If you've ever worked under a manager or a boss who is constantly frazzled, you know that it can be very, very very frustrating. When you're dealing with someone who's highly stressed, it affects everyone around them. You need to be involved in managing your own stress so that you can communicate clearly with others. And the result is that they'll feel at ease coming to you with their concerns or their problems. And the best way to manage your stress is to practice self-care. This could involve anything from giving yourself breaks when you need them to indulging in a massage or even participating in deep breathing techniques. And uh, I've got an old cheaper watch. It's a smart watch, but it's still on the cheap end. It's not an Apple. Um, and it has, you know, breathing exercises, has all these little things in there, and it's not expensive at all. So you, if you really mean to do it, you can find a way to do it. So whether it's practicing deep breathing uh, stress management, you can do this. So tip number five is to manage your stress so that you project positive leadership qualities. 
even if you don't have um, a title of a leader. Number six, be persistent in your problem-solving efforts. People who are problem solvers are the ones who everyone else can turn to with confidence, knowing that they'll meet their needs. If you don't yet consider yourself, saying me, a problem solver, if you don't yet consider yourself a good problem solver, you may just need to be a little more persistent or consistent in your efforts. It's important that you learn how to focus on the problem and not give up in frustration if you don't quickly get to a solution, even if it's something you're trying to find a solution for or you've been charged by maybe your boss, someone else, to find a solution to. I found that good problem solvers aren't only creative in thinking outside the proverbial box, but they're open-minded to solutions that they may not have considered before. Just a tip for you. So don't be too proud to seek help or get input from others when taking on the role of problem solver. This is often the best route to getting things accomplished easier and faster than simply struggling on your own. And last but not the least, the seventh out of the seven ways to improve your personal effectiveness skills is to own your life without blame and negligence. We live in a world where everyone loves to point fingers and blame others whenever anything goes wrong. The people who shoulder the blame when they're responsible for it are the ones who create a fulfilling life for themselves. If you're the type of person who can never accept responsibility when things go wrong, then you can also never claim responsibility when things go right. So it's important that you learn how to humbly acknowledge your mistakes and try to make things right. By knowing how and when to step up and claim responsibility for something, or not be negligent about things that need to be accomplished, you'll achieve the level of personal effectiveness that others can only dream of experiencing. So to wrap things up, understand that personal effectiveness isn't something you're born with or that is granted to you. And I'm making air quotes here. You have to cultivate it on your own, practicing healthy mental and physical habits, as well as implementing strategic success tasks in your life. And that is the end of this episode of the Fast Growth Podcast. And our focus during our time together in this episode was on seven ways to improve your personal effectiveness skills. If you've got questions or insights of your own that you'd like to share, I invite you to get in touch. And so you don't miss out on any of the resources and tools you make available to our listeners, I invite you to follow the Fast Growth Podcast now. We'd love to have you. Thanks for listening. It's been Bio here. Until next time, goodbye.